I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to Voice First Health. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome you to today's episode, episode number 41, and this is with David Box of Macadamian. Macadamian, for those of you that don't know, is an incredible company that is doing some very innovative work looking at the latest technologies and how they can use these technologies to help businesses get their messages out, solve problems, solve challenges, and ultimately improve the efficiencies and the lives of the healthcare providers and ultimately better the healthcare quality for patients. So again, it's a real pleasure to welcome David Box onto the podcast. He's become a friend of mine. We are working on a very special project together uh, that we speak about, and I want to invite you to join us for this special event. Uh, but without any further ado, let's uh, let's welcome David onto the podcast. Hey there, David. It's a pleasure to have you on the Voice First Health podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, Terry. Thanks for having me. This is really exciting. Look forward to talking to you and, and, and your, your uh, audience today. Wonderful. Well, uh, I have had the chance to meet a number of your uh, team members over the last year or so, and I wanted to have you on to get your perspective on what's going on. You are, as people will know, uh, that follow the space, you're, a, you're certainly a leader in the uh, intersection of voice and healthcare. And so maybe we can start off by asking you to introduce yourself a little bit and, uh, and what you do. Certainly. So, um, Again, I'm, I'm David Box with, with Macadamian Technologies. I'm the Director of Business Development for the U.S. Healthcare Group. And at Macadamian, we're really focused on architecting what we call the future of healthcare. Um, and in doing so, we, we, we do that by um, working with our clients to identify business challenges and solve those business challenges creatively with, with software. Um, we really have three core um, areas to our business. The first is uh, our, our engineering group, our software engineering group. Um, the second is our, our UX research and design group. There we're doing everything from ethnographic research all the way up to uh, interaction and, and visual design, and then testing and, and, um, and uh, comparative use studies and, and usability studies and things like that with existing pieces of software and, and, and medical uh, medical devices as well. The third pillar to our business is a, um, uh, a data science group where we work with our customers to help them uh, not only develop data science strategy, but also make sense of the data and help them visualize the data and uh, do machine learning, write algorithms, and so forth. So those are sort of the three pillars that make up Macadamian. And as I mentioned before, we work with various groups in, in multiple verticals of healthcare uh, to help them improve their business with software. Fantastic. And so how, how old is, is Macadamian as a, as a company? Macadamian is 23 years old this year. Uh, we got our start in um, actually in telecom. We're headquartered in, in Ottawa. Um, and uh, we've, um, as I mentioned, got our start in telecom as well as in aviation. Somewhere around, oh, I'd say 12 or so years ago, our CEO, Fred, really recognized um, the, the potential uh, for, for good that the healthcare um, IT 
sector has, as we called it back then, and really started to steer the company in that direction. So fast forward uh, 10, 12 years, and, and we are focused 100% on, uh, on healthcare-related uh, software projects, and we are uh, focused 100% with our, our investment in our own R&D lab and innovation lab, as well as with our, our sales and marketing efforts. So we're 100% all in on healthcare today. Great, but you've obviously got you know 23 years of history behind you in, in technology. Uh, that's 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 not insignificant by any means. I'm curious, when did Macadamian start looking at voice in a real serious way? Yeah, that's a great question. So as I mentioned before, we've got our our um, innovation lab at Macadamian, and the lab uh, in the very early days of Alexa recognized the importance of voice as an input methodology and decided to start uh, investing in the technology, learning the technology and developing um, various different projects to um, as, as proofs of concepts for different use cases. So we like to say we were very, very early on, very voice. Uh, in fact, our first skill was published in the Alexa library um, when there were only 12 skills available. And what skill was that? That was actually a voice to uh, text skill called scribe. All right. So again, the uh, you've got the history already with the voice technology, which is uh, well, obviously a very, very uh, exciting area right now and early in the, in the, uh, in the evolution of the technology. Can you explain a little bit now how you take voice or, or what is the approach to voice within Macadamia? So when somebody comes to you with some type of challenge, um, where do you go from there? How do you decide on how do you start to develop this, this voice product or the voice skill uh, to address that challenge? So it doesn't always happen that somebody comes to us and says, hey, I want to build a voice skill, right? Typically, what we do and how we work with people, and this is primarily my, um, my area of activity, is we'll work with our clients to understand the underlying business challenges and then come up with a, uh, a technological solution that will help them solve that. So if voice is a, um, a, a logical input methodology for the problem that we're trying to solve, we will certainly um, make that recommendation and and um, build out a solution around using voice, digital voice assistance, or or whatever the, the the solution requires. Got it. Okay, so you're you're really working hand in hand with these with these businesses that are that are coming to you. Um, what are can you give us some examples of some of the early successes that you've had when working with these businesses and some of the uh, voice applications or skills, whatever you want to call them, um, that you have developed with them? Sure. So, um, you know, a great example would be uh, Siemens uh, Health and Ears ultrasound skill that we developed uh, going back about a year now. Um, Siemens came to us with uh, the unique challenge of needing to uh, really engage not only their sales force, but also their their potential customers um, with information uh, about their about their ultrasound devices, um, and and their challenge here was to to break through the noise, and ultimately we landed on developing an Alexa skill 
that would ju do just that. So you can go to the Alexa store and, and enable a skill called ultrasound. And um, yeah, anybody can do that listening to the podcast here and they can go and, and, and play with the skill and try and understand how um, or experience how uh, a, um, uh, an Alexa skill can be implemented in the marketing world, even as it pertains to healthcare. So this was a unique challenge. They uh, came to us and, and needed a, um, a way to break through that, that noise and, and what you can experience for yourself is the solution to it. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I know you've done some other things with, um, with care plans as well, with diabetes. Do you want to just uh, maybe briefly mention that as well? Because I think that's a really interesting use case. Yeah, absolutely. So um, again, uh, it revolved predominantly around um, adolescents with type 2 diabetes, where we created a product called My Diabetes Coach. And this, um, in, in collaboration with uh, Chio in, in, um, in Ottawa, um, was really a, um, a foundation to engage the patient, the caregiver, as well as the physician in creating this holistic circle of care. And what we enabled the, the patient to do was with voice, and this was a multimodal solution, um, but voice, uh, the voice assistants or digital voice assistants with Alexa really proved to be a, um, a benefit to the patient in that they could speak their their results from both their their glucose levels as well as their weight and and diet and sleep habits um, as well as integrate with with bluetooth devices so they had uh, multiple options to communicate this information but most importantly they were also able to through an integration with the healthwise content library they were able to get information about their their disease state and ask questions and get advice so if the patient's not feeling well they could tell Alexa that they weren't feeling well, you know, what, what could they eat? And this uh, specially curated content library from, from HealthWise would give them um, the appropriate recommendations based on what a, an adolescent diabetic should eat. That's fantastic. So you've given sort of a, an example there of, of how a patient can use it. You've also given an example of how, uh, you know, a company can use it to break through the noise, as you said, with marketing, mm -hmm. um, which leads to sort of a, a more general question is, why are you so excited about voice and, and why are you putting so much effort into the voice? What do you, what do you see currently as the landscape for voice technologies and, and the future of this in healthcare? Well, look, where I'm most excited about it is, is really all over the board. But if I had to focus on, on, <laughs> yeah. on one area, um, I'd say you know, we've got a huge problem. And, and Terry, as a physician, you know, we've got a huge problem uh, here in the States with physician burnout. Um, yes. and, and it's also led to an increase in physician suicide. And this is a, a real problem that doesn't get a, a ton of, of, of attention. Right. Um, I think, let me rephrase that. I know there are solutions that we can create that will reduce the amount of paperwork that a physician needs to do and free them up to do more of why they became a physician, which is treating patients. Right. Um, so there are a, um, any number of workflows in the day of a, of a, of a physician, both in a clinic in a hospital in, in private practice that can benefit from digital voice assistance or, or, or 
some sort of a voice input. And honestly, it's everything from their own workflows in, in recording data into, into the EMR, as well as, um, you know, even down to some of the business challenges of, of running a practice sure. that impede on their day-to-day. Sure. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And, and well, like you said, you know, I've got my personal experience to, to, to draw on and, I'm, you know, I, I'm just waiting for that day when all of these skills and everything comes together and I can just walk into the office and just speak to my device and just everything runs smoothly. We're not quite there yet, but, uh, you know, it's happening very, very quickly in this technology. It's very exciting. And, and I believe there's areas where we can begin to chip away at, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be everything overnight, but I think there are areas where we can begin to chip away at that will really make an impact. Uh-huh. When, when businesses come to you to... Uh, to consult with your company and to look for challenges and you or they come together and say, you know what, I think voice might be an answer here. How receptive are these companies to take that leap and put resources towards creating a voice type of skill? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So I think very rapidly people are becoming aware of the metrics around voice in terms of adoption rates in the marketplace. Um, so it's becoming less and less of an issue. It's more an issue of regulatory, right? So how do we, how do we manage this from a, a HIPAA perspective? Yes. The um, release of the HIPAA compliant platform from Amazon is certainly going to help, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, there are, um, there are considerations that these companies take because of the ramifications of HIPAA violations, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody is very, very sensitive to that and and rightfully so. And they need to ensure that they're doing the right thing. And because it's so new and because there's little precedent, it it takes a lot of consideration and contemplation on the company's part. Sure. Is is that one of the biggest obstacles that you see right now in general for implementing these voice type of technologies? Or or what would you say are the, the biggest obstacles right now to to really making some incredible leaps forward and change in this area? So I think regular is certainly one. Um, if we were looking at voice-only strategies, I would say that we're likely not there yet. There's still um, security factors that need to be considered. There's still certain functionality that we as, as a consumer are just really not quite ready for a voice only pure voice strategy outside of a, a marketing tool like what we spoke about with Siemens. Um, but if we're talking about a, um, a product for in the healthcare realm, um, yeah, I think voice only is not quite there yet. But when we look at multimodal, uh, from a multimodal perspective, we can use voice to augment um, certain uh, certain input requirements to make it easier for people to access and and to provide data when and where they are fantastic yeah no that's really great um now i know that david you have a chance to um travel all over the place and speak about the technology and voice and one of the events that are that is coming up very soon the uh, voice of healthcare summit um which we are both going to be attending um, we've actually put together a, a special program, uh, you, myself, and Harry Pappas, and I'd, l- I'd love for you to take the opportunity here just to kind of share a little bit about the idea behind that and what that's all about and um, what people can experience if they choose to join us at this event. 
Yeah, so it's been great working with both you and Harry on that. I've really, I've really enjoyed it, and and look forward to to delivering this workshop. It's um, it's going to be a, a three hour workshop at the upon the conclusion of the Voice Conference, and um, we're going to be doing kind of a deeper dive into into uh, voice assistance in in healthcare and uh, taking a look at various different, not only the marketplace, but also various different use cases, um, taking a look at things from a legal perspective, uh, as well as then from a, a design perspective for, um, for voice. So we're, um, we're going to talk a lot about uh, different, more in-depth about a bunch of different uh, use cases in, in healthcare, um, kind of Review the current uh, the current state of of the industry from a um, from a, a statistics perspective. All the the different uh, adoption rates and and interesting um, kind of view both past and and current of of where the technology has been and 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 where we see it going to and the different um, the different outlooks. And then, as I mentioned as well, take a look at things from a, a legal perspective. And uh, you know, I believe we're going to have um, we're going to have the CTO from from Walters Kluwer join us to uh, to also talk about some of their perspective on on voice at Walters Kluwer, where they're being really proactive with it, and and what their their voice roadmap looks like a little bit. Yeah, and, and well, I echo what you said. It's been a pleasure working with with uh, Harry and yourself as well. Um, so. And just to throw in a couple other uh, details here, I think that people might be interested to hear. We're calling this um, the Voice Bootcamp, but it's really the subtitle is the Voice for Healthcare 101: How to Get Started. So I think this is a um, going to be a great opportunity for people that are interested in in just that. How to, how do you get started with voice um, and covering the different uh, key uh, issues and concepts as you outlined. So um, and that, like you said, it's at the conclusion of the Voice of Healthcare Summit. So that is going to be on August fifth and sixth. The summit runs on the full day on the fifth and half day on the sixth. And then the, in the afternoon, this is um, when this uh, this boot camp will run. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, and it's going to be a fantastic conference. Yeah, and and if people are looking to attend, they can um, learn a little more about the 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 boot camp on the conference website. Absolutely, and they can uh, even register for the for the event there on the website as well. Perfect, absolutely. Well, David, is there anything else that uh, that I didn't ask you that you want to uh, to bring up here about uh, what Macadamian is doing, or your own personal thoughts on on voice, or uh, anything else that you're seeing or or hearing from people as you go about and and talk to people in different con- in different companies? Yeah, you know, look from a voice perspective. Um, I think there's been a tremendous amount of growth these past years, uh, past two, three years in, in the technology, obviously. We all forget the technology is only four years old, maybe mm-hmm. four and a half years old now. Um, and it's only been out in the marketplace uh, available to the consumer for for um, uh, you know, going on three and a half years now plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've come a very, very far away in a very short period of time, and we're continuing to see innovation around this space. We're continuing to see the adoption rates grow, and it's it's very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, I, I truly believe that this is the next input methodology that that we'll be using. If you look back past back through the years, it, you know, it started with punch cards and went up to a keyboard, and then the mouse came into play, and then 
movements came into play with the, the the Microsoft products, and now we're now we're we're looking at um, at voice and the adoption curves really suggest that it's here to stay. So I think it's something we all need to consider in our product roadmaps. I think as we're developing products and services, we need to um, keep in mind how we can uh, build these products to interact with with voice services. And um, I, I think, as again, as we said, it's going to just continue to um, to gain in in popularity and acceptance across all demographics. Absolutely, yeah, no, well said. I agree with that one hundred and ten percent. Well, thanks so much, David, for spending some time here on the podcast with me. Where can the listeners go to learn more about you or Macadamian or other? What resources would you like to suggest that people go and check out? Yeah, so if you're interested in learning more about Macadamian, you can go to macadamian.com. Um, you're certainly welcome to connect with me on on LinkedIn, David Box Two, the number two, um, and uh, and I'd be happy to uh, answer any subsequent questions there, or you can email me directly at dbox at macadamian.com. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh, David, I look forward to seeing you at a couple of uh, events coming up, Voice Summit and then uh, Voice of Healthcare. Uh, and uh, I hope that uh, we will both be able to meet a whole bunch of the listeners there as well. So thanks again, David, for spending some time. Likewise, Terry. Thanks for uh, for having me on your podcast, and I look forward to seeing you at the uh, the next shows as well. All right, take care. All right, well, a big thanks to David Box again for coming on the podcast. And as we said, we would love to see you at the Voice of Healthcare Summit and the subsequent boot camp taking place August 5th and 6th. You can see all the information about that at vohsummit.com. And I will have the links to everything that David and I spoke about today on the show notes page, which you can always access at voicefirsthealth.com slash 41 for this episode. I hope that I will have a chance to see you at Voice Healthcare Summit. Please reach out to me and please reach out to David uh, if you want to connect. Uh, It would be a pleasure to do so. And until next time, uh, take care. Talk to you soon.